On this week's episode of the Simply Mishka podcast, I got into a lot of different topics, but mostly based on this whole thing of, you know, people saying, oh, I'm going to live my truth. You know, people are living their truth. I'm like, so many people live in however they want to live. But I'm like, what's really the truth? How are we really supposed to be living? You know, and as a Christian, I'm like, we should be living God's truth because everything needs to have a standard. People can't just be living however they want to live. I talk about many different things. I talk about Christianity. I talk about gay marriage. I talk about living boldly for God. You know what? Because the only truth that I want to believe in is God's truth. Okay, yes, I have my, my truth. You have your truth. But what's really the truth and what's really right? Let's just get into it. Happy Sunday, everybody. This is Mishka, and this is the Simply Mishka podcast. And you know what? I just really just want to get into something that I've been thinking about, like, this entire week. Like, this whole thing about my truth. Like, a lot of people are coming out and know you got to speak your truth. Or, you know, I got to speak my truth. And I'm just like, I really, really do not understand. You know what I mean? So it, you're saying that it's my truth and it's your truth, but is, is, it, is it really true? You know, I, I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God. And I believe Jesus, it, it says in the word, I am the way God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father except by me. You know what I mean? So when I'm thinking about the versions of truth, I am thinking about it in the sense of does it line up with what God says that is true? Because honestly, I feel like if there is not like some set standard as to what something is, then what are we judging things against? You know what I mean? Like in order to call somebody a criminal, you have to define what is a criminal. A criminal is is somebody that does such and such a thing. You know what I mean? Like let's say that you define somebody that's a thief. You know, where do they get the definition of what a thief is? You know, it's somebody that steals, somebody that takes the possession of somebody else's that is not their own. You know, that that is the definition of a thief. You know what I mean? Like the definition of a murderer, somebody that killed somebody that took somebody's life. It doesn't matter what the weapon is. It could have been a knife, a gun or whatever. You have that definition. So I'm just like, so then there has to be. There has to be a definition of what truth is. There has to be a definition of truth. It can't just be my definition of truth, your definition of truth, somebody else's definition of truth. I'm like, what is truth? And there's like, nowadays it's like this trend to say, um, oh, speaking my truth, you can speak your truth and t- I-, I can live in my truth. You can live in your truth. I'm like, okay. So everybody's going to decide to do whatever the heck they want to do, but then there's no standard. I'm like, if any everybody is just going to live in their truth or, or, but then there's no standard of living, of saying, you know what, this is a type of way that in, if you want to be an upstanding citizen of society, then you need to abide by these certain standards. And I feel like nowadays we don't have that. People want to be free to live how, however they want and they, they don't care. And then if you don't accept the lifestyle that they want to live, then you are a racist, then you are a bigot, then you are a homophobe. I'm like, okay, you go live your life, do what you want to do, but don't force me to accept anything that you want to do because I'm not in agreement with you. I'm like, since when is it that 
because you agree with some agree with somebody or you disagree with somebody that you either love them or you hate them. I'm like, I have family members, I have my family that we have things that we agree on and we have things that we don't agree on, but they're still my family and I love them. You know, I feel like I could take it with something as non-serious as this. Like, I love to watch Korean dramas. Like, I love it. I can watch a show that's in any language. As long as it has a good storyline, it really does not matter what language is in. If it has subtitles and I can read the subtitles, then, then I can watch it. So if I have a family member that says, um... Well, I don't like watching Korean dramas. Am I going to be up in arms and be like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that you don't like to watch Korean dramas. What is wrong with you? That means that you must not like me. And I'm like, you know, that's the, that's the, the way that I view things nowadays. It's like, you don't agree with their lifestyle and then the way that they're living their lifestyle. So all of a sudden, it's like this personal attack on them. Oh, you don't like me. You don't like what, I, what I'm doing. You don't accept what I'm doing. So then you must hate me. I'm like, really? Really? There's so, just, just so many things that's going on in this world right now. Like Chick-fil-A just opened a, a Chick-fil-A in Canada. And there were people out there protesting like, they're literally lying down in front of the doors protesting Chick-fil-A because the founder of Chick-fil-A or the owner of Chick-fil-A has made it very clear that he does not support gay marriage. And all of a sudden, it's like this this big thing that, um, oh, he doesn't support um, gay marriage. So then um, Chick-fil-A must be homophobic and things like honestly for me i don't believe that there's such a thing as homophobia i don't know maybe they need to to call it something different because having a phobia is having an irrational fear of something now for me i do not believe in gay marriage you know what i do not believe in homosexual relationships and things like that but I am not homophobic. And why I say that is because I ain't afraid of gay. Oh, I'm not afraid of gay people. I'm not afraid of tra- transgender people. I don't, you know, walk outside and I see a gay person, a transgender person, and I, I, I fear for my life. No, I don't. And I feel like that's what a phobia is. A phobia is an irrational fear of something or someone. And they have, like, taken... The, the definition of phobia and they've, they've, they've completely like misinterpreted the word like listen gay people they can go and live the lifestyle that they want to live all right but don't you come dare force me to accept anything that you want to do go live your lifestyle if you want to go go be gay go be gay into what you want to do but don't go don't come tell me how I should think or how I should feel about a certain situation because I'm not over there telling you how you should feel and how you should think about a certain situation. No, I don't think so. And that's one thing that I do not like in the current time that we live in, in the current area that we live in, is that people feel like they can tell you what to do and that they can tell you what to think as if you are not an individual and you are not capable of making choices, <clears throat> excuse me, of making choices for yourself. I'm like, I'm an educated individual. I have a free will. I have a brain. 
you know, I'm able to think for myself. I do not need you to think for me. I do not need you to put words in my mouth. Like, I am very much capable of thinking for myself. I am very much capable of, you know, speaking for myself. I don't need somebody else to do that for me. You know what I mean? And it's just absolutely ridiculous. Just the notion of, you know, you don't agree with somebody then that means that you're a racist. That means that you're a bigot. That means that you're this phobia and that phobia and whatever. I'm just like, you know what? It's just absolutely ridiculous. And I, I like nowadays, people just too much in their feelings. Like, stop being in your feelings all the time. Like, just stop it. It is not cute. It really is not. Like, just stop being in your feelings all the time. Oh, this person don't doesn't believe what you believe. Oh, so you just gonna cry about it? Uh, or you just gonna move on? Like, just move on. They don't agree with you and the things that you stand for, then okay. They don't agree with you and the things that you stand for. Agree to disagree and keep it moving. Why cry over spilled, spilled milk? Why cry over something that you cannot control? You cannot control another person. You cannot control the decisions that somebody that somebody makes. Everybody is an individual. They're able to make up their mind about how they want to live and the things that they want to do. What are you going to do about it? Now, you can say, like, this is what I believe and offer your input. But at the end of the day, everybody's going to do what they want to do. Everybody's going to say what they want to say. What are you going to do about it? But I do believe that there needs to be a set standard in terms of what is seen as right and what is seen as wrong. Because if there's not a set standard, then people can do whatever they want to do. There was a point in time, especially in the Bible days, when it was seen as okay to have multiple wives. You know? People would have wives and then, you know, kings would also have concubines and things like that. And nowadays, it's like, no, that's not okay. You cannot have multiple wives. That's that's because a standard was set that marriage was between a man and a woman and that you could only have one husband or you can only have one wife. It's not okay to have multiple spouses no so there was that standard that was set or else if there was no standard if there wasn't that, that standard people would go and live and do whatever they want to do you know what i mean there has to be a standard that says this is what we believe and this is how we're gonna live and christians have that standard in terms of what they believe not not for me i believe in God's word. I believe what it says in the Bible. And if the way that people want to live disagrees with the Bible, then I disagree with them. Because at the end of the day, at the end of it all, I'm here to please God. You know what I mean? I'm not here to please other people. Like, I know who I have to answer to when it's all said and done. Okay? I know who I have to answer to. I have to answer to God. Now, some people might not believe that. You know? Like, they live in their life and then when they die... I don't know what they think happens to them, but I know for me, I believe in eternal life. I believe that there's a heaven and I believe that there's a hell. And I would want to be on that straight and narrow and be in heaven than to be in hell with the devil and all these demons, all these different people burning for eternity. I don't think so. I don't want that for my life. I want to live with God to live in pleasantness, you know, to live in 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 that lushness of heaven not in like the pits of hell i don't think so mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. it says the wages of sin is death but the gift of god 
is eternal life. So I'm like, okay, if I have to choose between sin and death and hell and choose between, you know, life, eternal life and all that goodness that comes with living with God, then I'm going to choose God because that's the, that's the best choice I can think about. Like, I'm just not thinking about the here and now. I got to think about what's it going to be like later on, you know, I, I can't just think about the present. I have to think about my future. And I'm like, okay, what's my future going to look like based on the way that I'm living my life right now? And I'm saying the way that I'm choosing to live in my life, I'm seeing later on down the road that I'm going to be with Jesus one day and living eternal life, living that good life with God. And that is what I want. And I feel like what some people are going to have to answer is... If you don't believe in God, and all of this is true, that there is a heaven and that there is a hell, and if you did not live according to the way that God has called people in this world to live, then you are in some serious trouble, in some serious trouble. But I feel like living as a Christian and living the way that God has called Christians to live, feel like you have nothing to lose you have nothing to lose because if you are right you receive this benefit and if it was wrong then there's still there is no like punishment to it like it's a it's a win-win in 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 any scenario it's like if it's true then you still win if it's not true then you still win but it's like if it is true and you're on the other side of it. If you're living a life, then you win. But if you did not live the lifestyle and the way that God has called you to live, then you lose. So you're it's either you're a winner or you're a loser. But in that situation where you don't believe in God and you don't stand for what is right in God's eyes and live according to his word, then you're in a losing situation. And you know that that is a that is a bad bad place to be and so I'm just like you know what I'm gonna be on the winning side I want to be on that win-win side okay not that win side of maybe like if things go down then oh I'm losing I don't think so I'm good Mm -mm. and one thing that I just do not like is you know this constant attack of Christianity And there is this football player called Drew Brees. He made a 20-second ad about bring your Bible to school day. Um, And he was like saying that, you know, such and such a day is bring your Bible to school. And uh, he talked about his favorite scripture. And then he said, yeah, just bring your Bible to school. And that day you could talk to your friends about it, whatever. And that was the ad. And then all of a sudden, there's all these things in the media talking about how he was coming against the gay community and this and that and all the like Drew Brees is, uh, you know, things that are expected that to come up the media. Like they turn like this 20 second clip that had, it said nothing Um, of, you know, they, they said that the organization that he was with is called Focus on the Family and there, you know, it was going to be bring your Bible to, to school. And he was saying that Drew Brees is with this organization that is, um, homophobic and 
and all these different things. And I'm just like, he mentioned nothing of the LGBTQ community in any way in the ad in those 20 seconds. All he did was, hey, I'm Drew Brees. Such and such a day is going to be bring your Bible to, to school day. Here is my favorite scripture. And then I encourage you to bring your Bible to school. And then that was it. There was no mention of anything else. But of course, they would spin it. Because if you believe in the Bible, believe everything in the Bible, and you're not a lukewarm Christian, then there's something wrong with it. Because the thing that you believe goes against what they believe. And so they want to force you into believing what they believe. And if you don't accept the way that they're living, then you're some type of phobic, you know? And I've come to the point is I would tell people about the gospel. I would tell people about God. But you can't force anybody to be saved. I'm sorry. That is a heart situation. That is a change of heart that somebody has to have. And I can't force anybody to be a Christian. I can't force anybody to, to, to live a lifestyle that they don't, they don't want to live. So if I'm not going to be forcing anyone to live a certain lifestyle, I will tell you about the Bible. I will tell you about God. I will tell you about the benefits of living for Jesus Christ. And on top of the, the benefits, like what are the consequences of you deciding not to live a, a life in, in God? And then you're able to make up your own decision as to what you want to do. I'm not going to demonize you and call you different names and, and try to label you all these different things that you might not be. For what? How is that going to benefit me in any way? How is that going to change the situation in any way? It's not. Okay. People just need to get to the point where you have a discussion with somebody, you lay out, these are your options, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen if you do this, this is what's going to happen if you do that. And just leave it there and let them make their decision. Because all you're there to do, all Christians are here to do, they're able to, they're here to spread the word, to spread the gospel, to spread the good news. And that's it. But on top of spreading the good news, you need to make sure that you're living the lifestyle that you're supposed to be living as a child of God so that your message is not tainted. Because if you're saying something, but you're not living it, then it totally, completely taints the message. Absolutely. And that's the problem that we're having with Christians today. And it's one thing that I do not like is when people that are lukewarm Christians are there like the head of all these news and things like that you know like i think it was like a few months ago the whole thing with mario lopez and him saying that a three-year-old child should not make the decision as to whether or not they're they are transgender and the people in the people in the lgbt community came for him and then he ended up issuing an apology like i saw nothing wrong with what he said in that in interview that he had with candace owens like if you want to go and watch the interview for yourself then go ahead to see if you see anything there that he might have said that was offensive in any way all he said was that a three-year-old should not make any decisions for themselves when it pertains to gender like for me and my family like something as simple as getting our ears pierced my parents decided that they were not going to pierce our ears until we were old enough to decide whether or not we wanted to have our ears pierced you know what? And so when I was in high school, um, in the ninth grade, that's when I got my ears pierced. I did not get my ears pierced when I was a baby um, because they wanted us to make the decision as to whether or not we wanted to get our ears pierced. And and for me, I decided that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get my ears pierced. Um, my youngest sister, 
she doesn't like wearing earrings so when she was younger and she decided that you know i want to get my ears pierced she had worn earrings for a little bit but now that she's older she's 16 she's like i don't she doesn't like wearing earrings so she's had her i don't i think her ears are her piercings are closed now because she doesn't wear any earrings and so i feel like people should be able to make the decision about their life in terms of how they want to live their life but you cannot force your decision and the way that you want to live your life on somebody else it, it should not be something that is forced on them so i feel like when it comes to gay marriage and them wanting to have you accept gay marriage when it goes against your religious beliefs and it's not just christianity that doesn't believe in gay marriage it's also islam but you know you don't see them talking about muslims and islam and how islam does not believe in gay marriage and homosexuality and those no it's they only attack the christians because you know islam and and being a muslim that's that's a touchy subject that they don't want to get into but yeah for the christians they they can say or for the christians and jews they can attack the christians and jews but for the muslims that don't believe in homosexuality and gay marriage and things like that they, they ain't even go say nothing about them no but it's only christians that are bigots and homophobes and transphobic and all these other different things that they would like to label them as um as if the quran doesn't talk about infidels and people that are christians and, or people that are home homosexuals and things like that in the quran as being something that's wrong it's not just only in the bible people okay it's also in the quran it's also in the um muslim religion it's also in, in islam too you know they don't believe in homosexuality and gay marriage but you don't see them going after muslim people you don't see them going after um people that believe in islam no they only go after people that believe in christianity or are people that are are jewish they the, that's the only people that they go after they go after christianity you know what and it's also said in the bible that they would go after christianity so it's it's not something that should be as a surprise and you know what even if it's something that's stated that way that oh well we already know that they're going to go after christianity that does not mean that you sit back and you don't do anything that is the problem with a lot of christians nowadays is that they're passive and i can say for a fact that i was very passive for a very long time but I've realized that passivity is something that the devil wants. The devil wants Christians to be passive. The devil wants them to not operate the way that they should as a child of God and just sit back and just let things happen and do nothing about it. No, because when you sit back and do nothing about it, life is still going to be going on. Life is still going to be being lived and things are still going to be happening. You're just not going to be a part of the, the impact. And your lack of doing something also doesn't make an impact. Because it's going to affect, you're not doing something, is going to have an effect as well as you. But I feel like having, being proactive and doing something and speaking up is going to have a better impact than you sitting back and being quiet and, and being a coward and being scared to say things. I'm like, as a Christian, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that, you know, for God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for everybody's sins, for the world's sin, and he resurrected and gave us life. That it's only through Jesus Christ that we are able to know God because he is the only way. He is the only way to salvation. That is what I believe. And so the Bible is there as our instructions, as how do we live this life? How do we live life as a Christian? You know, it's the, the, the blueprint, it's the instructions because God created everything. He's the creator of the universe. You know, he is a designer. So if you want to know how you, you use something or you go about using something, then you have to look at the manual. You know, for somebody that created the coffee machine, every product that you buy comes with a manual. It tells you this is how you, you do this. This is how you start it. This is what you need to do um, to put it together. Like things come with instructions. And so that's the same thing. God created the heavens and the earth. He created the universe. And so in the Bible, he gives us instructions of, uh, and it's basically a guide of how do we go through this life efficiently and effectively in the best way possible. And that's what the Bible is. And a lot of people have taken the Bible out of context because they don't know what they're talking about. They want to use the Bible in terms of their feelings and their emotions and what they think is right. And that has nothing to do with God. You know what? And I've said this before. Anybody that uses the term or the saying, a loving God would never, is usually a person that does not know God in the first place. Because how do you know what God would do? How can you say that God would never do this or God would never do that? Excuse me? Did you read the word? Yes, God is loving. God loves everybody. But I'll tell you this for one fact. God hates sin to the core. You know what? It says come as you are. It did not say stay as you are. And for the fact that there are some churches that people can sit there and say, oh, I go to church, but I'm gay. You know, oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm gay. Does that make any sense? So in in, in the Bible, it completely says that God does not see homosexuality. He does not see it as something that is okay. It's seen as a sin. It's seen as an abomination. The word abomination is used. You know, it, that is a sign of how much God does not like that lifestyle. And so you're going to say that you're basically saying to God, well, God, here I am. Okay. I am a sinner. I'm, you know, saying, saying, saying to God that you're a homosexual. This is the way that I want to live. And what you're going to do with it. You just got to deal with it. That's basically like a slap in the face to God. Say, you know what, God, I know what's right. I know what's best. I'm going to live the lifestyle that I want to live. And what are you going to do about it? What are you going to say about it? I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Okay, nowadays people have no reverence, no reverence whatsoever when it comes to God. They feel like they can do whatever they want to do, say whatever they want to say, and then God just has to deal with it and God just has to accept it. All right, yeah, we'll say about that. When it when you, when it's time for you to stand before God and to give account for your life and the, the way that you've lived your life, let's see if you're going to be that bold. Let's see if you're going to be that bold. Okay, let's see. Let's really see. Some people would really like to believe. That we worship and serve a punk God. A God that's weak and doesn't know how to do anything. I'm like, okay, you keep believing that. You keep believing that. You know what I mean? Okay, because I'm telling you right now, the God that I serve, the God of the Bible, the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the, you know, the one that's Elohim, Yahweh, Jehovah, the Almighty God who is omnipotent, omnipresent initiate alpha omega the big and the end king of kings lord of lords uh, i don't i don't know if that's the god you're talking about but the god that i'm talking about 
is not a wimp. He's not some somebody that people can do whatever they want and say whatever they want and think that they're they're gonna be in the good or in the right. Uh, listen, I'm saying today, if you're living a lifestyle that you know that is not pleasing out to God, I pray that you repent and turn away from your sins and be like, you know what, oh Lord God, I'm I'm living such and such a life, and I'm not only just talking about homosexuality. I'm talking about do you watch porn? Are you um living in sin? Like you know, having sex outside of marriage, um, any other excuse me, any anything else that we be considered sin? Are you living that lifestyle? Any lifestyle that God would consider to not be pleasing in His eyes? Then you're living in sin and you need to turn away and you ask God for forgiveness. And so I'm going to um, end this podcast in prayer. There's a lot of things that, that I said. Um, and you know what? I'm not, I don't hate anybody. I'm not trying to come out of the, I hate, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come, you know, in love. And like, for me, I am very concerned for any Christians that are, are being lukewarm and are not living a lifestyle that God has called them to live. I'm very concerned about people that are living without God because I know, I know and I believe there are going to be consequences to live in that type of lifestyle. There are consequences to the, to the direction that people are trying to take this world in. You know, the world where anything is accepted and they can do whatever they feel like doing or whatever they want, that they want to live in their truth. And in, 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 in their definition of truth. No. There has to be a standard. People can't just live however they feel like living and do whatever they feel like doing. No. That is not okay. So I'm going to end off um, this prayer, this podcast in prayer. And I'm just going to pray. Um, and that's how I'm going to end this podcast. I'm like, oh, so Father God, I come to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord Jesus, I pray that you forgive us of our sins. Create in us a clean heart, oh, Lord, and renew the right spirit within us, oh, Lord God. I just pray, oh, Lord God, for every, anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord God, if there's any sins, oh, Lord God, any sins of omission, oh, Lord God, things that we were supposed to do but we haven't done, or sins of commission, things that we have done, oh, Lord God, that it's not pleasing in your sight, oh, Lord God. We just repent, oh, Lord God, of those sins, oh, Lord Jesus Christ. We will just repent, O oh Lord God, of those sins. Forgive us of our sins, O oh Lord God. Create in us a clean heart, O oh Lord, and renew the right spirit within us, O oh Lord Jesus. Wash us in your blood, sanctify us with fresh, O oh Lord God. Purge us, cleanse us, O oh Lord God. Make us as white as snow, O oh Lord God. I just pray, O oh Lord God, help us, O oh Lord Jesus Christ, to live the way that you have called us to live, O oh Lord Jesus. Help us to have the relationship with you, O oh Lord God, that we need to, to have, O oh Lord God. I just pray, O oh Lord God, that we'll have clarity of mind, O oh Lord God. And, a, and, a, and a, a sense of communication with you, O oh Lord Jesus Christ, that you speak, that your Holy Spirit, O oh Lord God, will speak with our spirit, O oh Lord God, that, that there is no blockage, but a clear line of communication, O oh Lord God, so we can know who you truly are, O oh Lord Jesus Christ, and what you're truly about, O oh Lord God. I just pray, O oh Lord God, that in everything, everywhere that we're living our life, O oh Lord God, in a way that we're thinking, O oh Lord God, on a daily basis, let us pray, O oh Lord Jesus Christ, that we'll line up according to your will, O oh Lord God, and line up according to your way, O oh Lord Jesus Christ, in the way that you want us to live, O oh Lord God. I just pray, O oh Lord God, that if there's anything that we're doing or saying in our life, O oh Lord God, in a way that we're living a life that is not pleasing unto you, O oh Lord God, I just pray, O oh Lord God, that you convict us and that so that we're able to turn into, turn 
to repent us, O Lord God, and to turn away from our sins, O Lord God, and to turn to you, O Lord Jesus Christ. I just pray, O Lord God, that we will be able to be bold in our faith, O Lord God, and not to, to run scared, O Lord God, because people want to come against us, and but because of our faith and because, O Lord God, that we believe in you. But, O Lord God, you did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, O Lord God. In you, O Lord Jesus Christ, we're able to be bold, to be valiant, to be intrepid, O Lord Jesus Christ, and to walk by faith and not by sight, O Lord Jesus Christ. So, O Lord God, I just pray that you give us confidence. I just pray, O Lord God, that you give us boldness, O Lord God, to live up, live out this faith, O Lord God, in you. I just pray, O Lord God, that you keep all of us safe, O Lord God, as we go throughout our week, O Lord Jesus Christ. I just thank you, O Lord God, in Jesus Christ's name, amen. I hope oh, that you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Um, uh, I hope, you know, that you listen again. And once again, this is Mishka, and this is a Simply Mishka podcast. I hope you guys have an awesome week. Bye. Hi, this is Mishka. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Simply Mishka podcast. I just wanted to let you know what are my social medias um, so that you can follow me if you wanted to. On my Instagram, on my Twitter, on my Facebook page, it's Simply Mishka. S-I-M-P-L-Y-M-I-C-H-K-A. Those are the three main platforms that I use. And so if you ever need the the link to my podcast or to, well, to my website, everything's usually going to be on my Instagram page. Um, so it's Simply Mishka, S-I-M-P-L-Y-M-I-C-H-K-A. I hope you guys have an awesome week. And, you know, just live it up. It's Sunday. Have a great week. You know, do what you got to do. And then I'll see you again next Sunday.